Okay, so uh, thank you guys for listening. Uh, today we have a very special guest. Uh, it's very exciting. Uh, we have Joe Achilles. Um, you've probably seen his YouTube channel. He has a ton of really great videos, especially a lot about BMW content. Um, so he's here to talk to us today, and it's it's really great to have him. Uh, hi, Joe. How are you? Yeah, good. Thanks, buddy. Uh, it's really, really great. Yeah, um, you know, we're really excited. Oh, cause oh, I'm sorry. I think I lost you for a second there. That's all right. I didn't that's... want to uh, talk over you, so. Yeah, no worries. No, I was just saying it's, uh, it's great to be on, and uh, thanks for inviting me along. And I've been a big fan for many years, so uh, it's great to finally talk to you guys. I know we message a little bit um, here and there on DMs, but uh, yeah, it's great to actually talk to a real person. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, it is good. Um, how are you holding up, by the way? Because how's, uh, how's everything going, over, going on over there? Because it's kind of, you know, this is a crazy time. How's, like, you know, getting content out? Is it difficult? you know, with like all the pandemics and you know, lockdowns and stuff? Yeah, it's been, it's been a difficult sort of three or four months. Um, I'm actually a chauffeur by trade. I run a small little chauffeuring company in London. And um, okay. that's, that's been non-existence of work. work that <laughs> yeah. side's been uh, zero. And it's, uh, it's a bit frustrating because I purchased a brand new uh, face of the 7 Series in January that's, that's hardly been used at right. all. So... Right, <laughs> so that's yeah. just sitting there depreciating but um <laughs> yeah in terms of in, in terms of content and stuff it's difficult just uh obviously a lot of press launches have been cancelled and press fleets have been closed and but you know i've been doing whatever i can do and getting hold of getting hold of whatever i can get hold of basically good well you know as long as you know i, I know it's tough especially like you said with the chauffeuring company that that can be really difficult but as long as you know you're safe and everyone's safe that's i think that's the most important part a hundred percent. Yeah. Health is, is always the most important part of anything. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm healthy, maybe a bit too healthy, maybe a bit drinking <laughs> too much alcohol and eating a bit yeah. too much food, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, oh. no, that, that's right. And, and I hope everyone that listening is listening is, uh, is healthy as well. Right, that's right. the most important thing. Yeah. So, uh, um, I want to start out by, I want to just compliment you on your recent success because you've been doing videos for a while and you just hit over, did you hit over hundred, hundred subscribers recently? I think, I think you had, or you're really close. Um, yeah, yeah. I've just uh, just gone over the hundred k mark, um, which is which is great. It's a real achievement for me because uh, you know it's it's it was kind of a hobby, and it it still is. But uh, you know, I never dreamt that it would it would grow to this sort of size, and um, and it's great because I I do pride a lot of my work. It's not you know I don't put out too much clickbait stuff. It's it's um, I take my time and, 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 and sort of, yeah, put a lot of effort into my videos. So it's a slower grower, but, uh, but it's really good. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, it, it is. It's really impressive too, because especially nowadays, the, the, I feel like the market is so flooded, like the YouTube market is just so flooded with so many vloggers and people making content that it can be really difficult to stand out and really get those, uh, those views and those subscribers. And now, I mean, now you're even on like car wow videos and stuff like you're doing, you know, really making some good stuff making some good content yeah it's um yeah matt matt watson with carwell um matt's i'll call him a good friend now but we get him very well on and off the camera so i'm, I'm very fortunate because that's definitely helped me with with my channel growth um and 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 my good friend tim or shmi 150 um i've known tim for about five years now and, and um you know he's helped me along along the way a bit um i think we've got very different audiences, but we do share a lot of subscribers and um, it's, it's great. It's, you know, it's great pairing up with some of these sort of mega tubers, I guess you'd call them. Um, <laughs> That's a good way but, to put it. Yeah. Yeah. 
but it is yeah as you say it's a it's a it's a very you know every man and and woman and their dog uh trying to set up youtube <laughs> channels at the moment and, right. and a lot of them are car-based stuff and um it is quite a saturated market but um but yeah just uh i'm just gonna stick to what i know and and, and continue doing what i'm doing and, and uh yeah just i value the people that follow me and, and subscribe to my channel because uh they, they all tend to be serious people like yourselves Right. And, you know, that's good. Yeah. Your videos are, they do reach a certain audience. You know, you're, you're very informative in, in your videos and, you know, you put out content that I feel like enthusiasts really like, like really, you know, the, the real car enthusiasts like your stuff because it's, it's very in-depth. You, you really go through uh, what a car is, how it's like, what it's like to drive, what it's about, what it's for. And uh, I think that's really helpful. Um, what got you actually, what got you started in this? Like you said, it's a hobby, so like sort of a hobby. It's getting bigger now, obviously, but what, what, really got you started in it well you know um i'll just give you a tiny bit of background um because w- when i was when i was about eight or nine years old so we're going back a long way to the late sort of 80s um i used to uh, my auntie and uncle live in the south of france and we used to go there for a family holiday twice a year and uh, my uncle had a company car and it was a 325i sport so an e30 two-door 335i sport yeah just oh, <laughs> i mean what i would do to have that car now right. um and that's kind of where my love of bmw started and i just i was obsessed with that car and i think on my ninth or tenth birthday they have this long kilometer long driveway through the forest where they live uh, and the minute i was tall enough to drive it they just used to let me drive it up and down this private driveway and as you can imagine as a 10 i mean i'd still get excited <laughs> about that car now so as a 10 year old um and and ever since then mum and dad just said that every other word that came out of my mouth was bmw you know so <laughs> uh, so so yeah over the years as i got older and could you know afford to to finance or buy a car i always looked at bmws and and my obsession yeah um sort of started from there but uh the youtube channel i guess back in about 2013 um I was watching lots of the Chris Harris stuff, as I'm sure most of us do, and yeah, uh, or did sure. back then. And, um, and 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 he reviewed back then the brand new um, M135i, and um, I just thought this car's amazing. I've got to have one. So literally a couple of months later, I, I purchased one, picked it up, and <laughs> I, it was such a cult car. And there were so many forums that were talking about that particular car. There's a real buzz around it, as you know. So I think I just. I started answering a lot of questions by doing little videos on, on my channel. So people might, I don't know, ask about how the nav works or what options you went for or whatever. And, and I, and I got quite a good response from these little videos I was putting out. So then I'd turn them into a bit more elaborate videos. And, you know, it, it was more the, the response that I got back then and, and the encouragement from people that really kept me doing these videos. And, and then over the years, uh, I put more time and effort in, learned how to edit a bit better. I'm still not very good at editing, but um, but yeah, I just, I guess, I just, I just carried on from that point. And and it's it's like with you guys, without your audience, you're kind of no one. You need, you know, you need this, you need this audience to to love and read your stuff and support you. And and the minute they do and they want more, then it encourages you to to grow. And and um, it's kind of like a two way street. And that's. Yeah, and I've kind of never looked back, and and I hope that you know I'm starting to at least cover the costs that I spend on the channel now from YouTube revenue and stuff. But 
people just don't realize the expenses of, of some of these shoots and they always see right. they see the nice you know the 10 minute final video and think oh you're lucky to <laughs> drive that which we all are but you know what it's like when you go on a press launch it's oh, it's yeah. not <laughs> it's not it's not all fun and joys is it it's, no, uh, there's, no. <laughs> there's, you're, you're there to, to work and to get the most out of what you're doing so uh, yeah it's interesting yeah it's funny um before i started this i, I felt the same way you know i'm like oh these guys have the, the you know it's the life they have the greatest job and it is an amazing job i'm not saying it isn't um yeah when you go on these press launches it isn't as glamorous as it seems you know from outside it is funny you get there and you're like oh wow this is this is really hectic and professional and, and very busy and it's it's real work it's not like we're not we're not just messing around it, it's tough yeah 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 so obviously like you say uh, bmw has been uh, a passion since you were a kid um any love for other brands because i see you do some like audi videos and um you know some other stuff like that do you have is there any other are there any other brands that are close to you um, I, I've got a lot of respect, I think, for the, the three German giants, I guess, uh, Audi, BMW, Mercedes, you know, I think they all, they all make very good cars. Um, I, I think BMW is always the more, up until now anyway, the more driver-focused cars. So that's, that's why they, that they sort of maybe appeal to me more. But, um, but also, I think Porsche, um, I, I've, you know, I've, if I could afford the new GT4 or GT3, rs or gc3 touring or something i would have one of them for sure um and, and i'm pretty sure anyone you know that likes driving probably would as well yeah. um but I, I think value wise you know bmw with their with their m cars or their m lights they just kind of for my budget um and for my also for my practicalities i'd love a cayman or something but i two seats for me in a small boot is just a no-go you know i need need the more seats and i need right. the bigger boots so BMW just provide that the right car for me, you know, and, uh, and I, yeah, I do, I do love it. I love, I love the badge. I just, yeah, it's, it's <laughs> close to my heart. <laughs> yeah. It's funny. BMW seems to be that kind of brand too, where it just sticks, you know, there's something emotional about it that kind of just sticks to you. Like, even though you can objectively say, yeah, the Cayman's probably a better sports car than let's say an M4 or something, but um, you know, there's something about an M4 plus, like you said, the cost and stuff and the, the added practicality that really make um, BMW M cars, you know, that much, that desirable. So I absolutely uh, understand that. Absolutely. Absolutely. And, and, and something else I forgot to, talk, or someone else I forgot to talk about who you've just been talking about on uh, recently is, is the, um, is Alpina as well. Alpina. Oh, yes. Um, I mean, yeah, I, I think pretty much 99% of BMW lovers are going to appreciate and love Alpina as well. But, um, but they are, yeah, they're just, they're special. And, and it's great that, that Alpina still survive um, and, and, and operate and produce incredible cars in this day and age. You know, it's, it's amazing to see such a, uh, an old school, um, passionate brand, a brand that, you know, it's all about cost cutting and, everything else these days and moving with the times but yeah alpina are still like forging ahead and and, and making right. products that everyone wants you know it's it's, it's right. really cool i i love alpina and i think that they you know that we should see more of them out here we don't see enough of them in the uk especially um but stunning stunning bits of kit oh yeah and i have to say i'm extremely jealous uh because here in the u.s we get very few alpinas very very few I think the B7 is the only one that's on sale right now, which is an amazing car. It's incredible. Um, but we really, like, I would love the B3. 
and stuff like that to come here, but it's just no go for us. So I'm really jealous of you guys over there. We get to drive all these great cars. Oh, I didn't realize that. I, I, I mean, yeah, I, I assume they all went there. Um, no, no, yeah, yeah we... only the big ones, only the big luxury. Oh, we're, we're getting the XB7 as well. I think, I think we're getting that. So the, the big luxury okay. ones we get. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. When you think America, you think big. Right. So yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, the big fat Americans have to get the uh, the big. Oh, I didn't say. I didn't say that. <laughs> I'll say it. It's okay. It's okay. I can say it. Because um, it's true. It's true. Us, our SUV crazy culture needs the big, uh, we need the space for our big roads. So that's, yeah. Uh, yeah. that's us. But it, it's it's so frustrating because we see so many incredible Alpinas. And I mean, anyone who hasn't, anyone listening who hasn't driven an Alpina, there's just something special. It's, it's almost hard to describe how they drive differently from the, the BMWs they're based on. And, and you can... Uh, you know, you you know this because you've driven more Alpinas than I have. So, um, you know, there's just something unique and special about them that makes them extremely desirable. There is, and I think in a world where um, you know we're, we're in finance agreements and people swap out their cars every couple of years, and you don't you don't tend to fall too much in love with your current car because you know in eighteen months' time it's going to be swapped out for something else. But I think an Alpina. There's just something so individual and, uh, you know, even if it is just the, the plaque that's inside the car that has, a, you know, the number of which, which number it is of that particular model, um, just little details like that before you go into the actual, you know, the suspension setup, which for the UK is so much better than an M car because it's just so much more pliant and doesn't knock you off the road. And yeah, it doesn't feel as exciting but they're just, yeah, they're just fantastic. And all the individualization of the interiors, what you can do with the leathers. And it's just, it is really cool. Um, and yeah, I've always, always got a lot of time for, for, for that brand. And hopefully I'm going to, I haven't driven the, the new V3, but hopefully I'm going to get to drive it in Germany um, at the end of next month, depending on what happens over here with this, uh, with the COVID situation. Right. Yeah, it, it is getting crazy. But, um, I, you know, we, we hope to drive it as well. We hope we can get over there to uh to germany and drive it as well um but that actually brings me into a topic uh you actually had a video uh one of the first videos i saw of yours was um you driving with uh andy bovensiepen yes and he, <laughs> he is a very interesting guy i've only i've had the chance to talk to him a couple of times and he's very cool and he's a very good driver so what was it like to actually be in the car with him oh uh, i mean the hairs on my arm are standing up you just talking about that now it's uh <laughs> but it's it's funny because that was what uh three or four years ago you know it was, it was kind of when my youtube channel was very small and and i was getting a little bit of momentum but to, to think that's still probably my my favorite video and um my biggest achievement i think um and yeah it was only meant to be a 10 minute interview in his office initially and then when he came downstairs and met me and he was just like should we, where are we going to do the interview? And I said, oh, well, I think in your office, that's, that's what I was told, but I'm, I'm easy. He said, oh, let's go out in the B7. I thought, okay, perfect. <laughs> so I set the cameras up and, uh, and literally we were out for nearly two hours in total. Um, wow. And we just had like, as, as you've seen in that video, it's, it's, it's just fascinating. The guy's got so much history, um, so much talent. So, you know, he knows so many legends like Nicky Lauder and all these incredible oh people God. that, um, and he's, you know, he, he's either been wine and dine with them or, or he's raced against them. And, and as you say, his driving talent, he's, he's won the, um, the, uh, Nürburgring 24 hour event before. And 
He's right. just, but, but just such a lovely down to earth guy. Um, that, that is just, it's just amazing. And you only need to spend 30 seconds talking to him. And, and then you immediately realize that, you know, that's why I pay, although, you know, his old man obviously had a massive part to play, um, right. before him, but, but running in the family, it's, it's, it's running in their blood. You know, it's like, he, he's a passionate, he's not, it, he, he's not just a businessman. He is someone who absolutely loves what they're producing and loves the brand and has a lot massive respect for, for BMW. And that's, I think that's how they continue to work together because they hugely respect BMW and BMW hugely respect them. And, and, um, and they don't really stand on each other's toes, which is bizarre when you think about, you know, the products that they, they, they sell are very similar uh, price wise and right. to look at, but, um, but yeah, they're, they're two very different, different products. Absolutely. And, and what you said about him is, is hundred percent accurate. When you talk to, uh, when you talk to him, especially when you're at a press event, like I, I've been to BMW press events where he's there and, you know, you're talking to PR people and you're talking to the communications people who are great. They're, they're wonderful people. But when you talk to Andy, he's different. He, he's a car enthusiast. Like he's, he's just, you could, like you said, 30 seconds into a conversation and you can just feel how passionate he is about his cars and how, about what makes them different and what makes them, uh, in my opinion, better than the, the regular BMW counterparts. Um, he's a really interesting guy and you could absolutely tell where the, the passion in the brand comes from. A hundred percent. Yeah. No, just a top guy. And uh, I urge anyone, if you're ever at a car show, not that there's too many of those going to ever happen again, but um, <laughs> or if you ever see him or lucky enough to be in the same room as him, go, just go and talk to him about cars. <laughs> yeah. He's very approachable. He's just, though, yeah very approachable yeah um so yeah I, i'll hopefully yeah get to see him again maybe next month or or at some point soon because uh yeah just just lovely and i i watch that video back from time to time just because i just love reliving those stories um you know while while he's doing 200 miles an hour on the motorway <laughs> with his tie tucked right. underneath his oh it's, he's just he's immaculate you know it's it's brilliant really yeah. really is it is, it is funny because especially as someone, like you said, you were kind of just starting out. And I know what it's like to be just starting out and talking to people that, you know, at least I felt at the time were way above my pay grade. Like I shouldn't be talking to them. So that, that must have been awesome to have been in the car with them. I'm, I'm very jealous, actually. It was, must have been very cool. Yeah, no, it was. And uh, yeah, it's I think yeah, a lot of people just couldn't believe that it happened including myself on the, on the plane home. I was just, I kept pinching myself. So, right. so yeah, I was, uh, it was great, but yeah, I think we both had a good laugh. You know, he, he, he seemed to enjoy himself as well. So, um, so it was, yeah, it was good. Really, really good. All right. So I'm going to double back a little bit. And cause you had, you mentioned the Alpina B3 we were talking about. Um, we were recently talking about this a, a little bit and um, at BMW blog and the Alpina B3, I think is going to be a very special car because, going to essentially have the same engine as the m3 just you know tuned to alpina's you know uh you know specifications and it i think it's gonna be maybe more exciting than the m3 because of one thing and i want to get your opinion on this the new grill design for the m3 and m4 <laughs> and 4 series I, I couldn't be bmw blog if i didn't ask you about the grill <laughs> your opinion on the new grill uh, but yeah, well, you're 100 percent right. Is because in the past, um, historically, uh, Alpina, sort of their equivalent M car, usually uses the standard 
road engine, so the N right. variant or whatever it is, and, and, and tune that up to something very impressive. But as you say, the B3, um, I remember when I first found out that it's going to have the S58 in it, um, which, which is a first for Alpina. And, and yeah, to think they, they, yeah, they get the full fat M engine and probably do a few bits to it themselves. It's going to be really, really cool. But yeah, you're right. Um, I, I mean, I, I've probably been asked I, over a thousand times what my, <laughs> what my opinion is on, on the new grills. And, and so far, I've kind of said to people, look, I haven't seen, until I see the car in real life, especially the M cars, I really want to res- sort of hold back my judgment. But obviously, you know, it's not going to completely change in real life to what we see in pictures. <laughs> so, so um, I mean, I, I think it's, it, I, I, I don't get it personally. But, but, but my caveat is that when the big grills came out in the seven, uh, and even the, the reasonably big ones on, on, on the three and the eights and stuff that we got, when they all initially came out, I was, I was like, oh, look at them, they're way too big. But now, six months on or whatever it is, I've, I've grown to like them. And I actually love the grills on my 7 Series now. I, I think they look amazing. They give it a lot of presence. Um, but but the, the, the new 4 Series <laughs> and the M grills are just another level altogether. I don't, I don't know. I, I, I'm not going to say I love them uh, or even like them. Um, I, I think we're going to have to grow to love them. So if the cars are brilliant, um, we're going to sort of, work around the fact that they've got this yeah crazy bucktooth look on the front but um <laughs> yeah I don't, I don't know i'm not i'm not sold by them and i have seen um i have seen some of the new four series in real life and they, they actually do look better in real life than some of the photographs that we see the press shots and stuff but okay uh, uh, but but still yeah <laughs> that grill is still that grill is still there and quite prominent in real life yeah. so it's um, quite shocking <laughs> It is quite shocking, yeah. It's, it's, yeah. I just, I don't get it. I, I really, I, I don't get a lot of stuff that BMW are doing at the moment. But, um, but let, let's, let's, let's see, let's see what happens. Let's see if people are convinced and come around to it. Because I think cars like the new M135i when that came out, you know, the extra, the mini platform and this and that, people mm. hated it. And but now, you know, I speak to my good friend Tony Lewis, who's a real big salesman over here. For the uk market with bmw and he says he just can't he can't get enough of them like people are buying them left right and center really? so yeah so people are coming around to you know coming around to it but i don't know uh, maybe that's just the masses and not not the the purest people you know the right. ones that, that that still want that rear wheel driven um you know slightly crazy six pot hot hatch um which which you guys never got either no nope, <laughs> nope jealous about that one too <laughs> yeah because i would uh, buy one right now but nope <laughs> no yeah that's 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 strange that you didn't get that but I, yeah i don't know I'm, I'm not a fan i'm not a fan. i'm trying to be polite but i'm not a fan <laughs> at the moment but i think in six months i'll maybe be a bit more of a fan but um but yeah, I don't know what their styling department's done with the front end. Yeah, no, no <laughs> yeah, idea. We're, we're a bit divided as well. I mean, I, I'm more critical than the rest of us at BMW blog of it. I, I don't like it at all, if, I, if I'm being quite yeah. honest. But but I also agree that I think that we need to wait um, and see it in person and then also drive it because I, um, you made a good point. It's I think it's going to be a great car to drive, the M4 and the M3. Um, you know, the, the engine's incredible. You, you've probably driven it several times, that S58. And then you're going to be able to get it with a stick and rear wheel drive. And that's oh, be, yeah, uh, you know, pretty incredible car. It sounds like. 
that that's a brilliant move um I, i'm really pleased that they've that they've done that and it looks like they've confirmed it now um you know that the, the rear wheel drive option that's just great because then that just keeps the purest happy and quiet as well um and and again in a day and age where everything's you know you can't buy the new mini gp in a manual but yet now bmw right. are going to offer you a completely different guys for the m uh, that's just brilliant i mean that's so you know, I didn't think that was going to happen, and it is, and that's just great. And but even the X Drive one, as you guys know, like I, I'm a big fan. I had that M8 out on Silverstone on Sunday, and you know the the MX Drive, it's it's a brilliant setup, and it and it doesn't feel like a typical four wheel drive or let's say a Quattro setup, whatever at all. Yeah. You know, it feels like it's a rear wheel drive car with this magic amount of traction that will get you out of a hero slide with less talent than you'd need in a mid-wheel <laughs> drive car. Um, and I think, you know, when, it, when an M3, M4 has got 500 or 500 plus horsepower, I'm sure it will have down the track. Um, you kind of need, you, you do need some kind of like, you know, a four-wheel drive system to make the most of it. And, and when it's still playful, um, like it is in the M5 and, and the M8, then then I'm not against that at all. And, and the fact that BMW are offering a rear-wheel drive, if you really want it, then brilliant. Like, bravo. That's amazing. Like, that's, that's, I think that should be celebrated in the day and age that we live in with all these silly emission you know, standards and all these, you right. know, these stringent things that the manufacturers have to go through. Um, I'm sure that's not going to make BMW any money offering that rear-wheel drive um, option, but it's still going to keep the M brand you know, um, a bit of a, you know, a bit ahead of some of the others, I guess. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. Actually, that was one of the first things I thought of when I saw that they were offering both rear-wheel drive and all-wheel drive. I was like, wow, that must be, must not be the most uh, profitable way to do it. But um, like you said, it, it's really great that they are offering both because that is, uh, that's, will keep the purists happy, but it also it allows uh, customers in like snowy climates to buy an m3 where they otherwise might have bought something from audi because they need the all-wheel drive you know a hundred percent yeah and that's uh, that's that's exactly it i mean now all they need to do is wake up and build an m3 touring but you know <laughs> <laughs> yeah well that's i don't <laughs> i think we could be here all day if we get on the m3 touring yeah, yeah. i i don't think yeah. i have enough time in the day to talk about that one no. But um, so you were just also talking about like you know kind of bring back cars that are you know more analog, like you said, keeping the manual alive. You have an M2 competition, right? Yes. And that is, is yours. Yours is manual, correct? Yeah, that's right. Yep. So you have like the last bastion of like real proper, you know, small two-door rear-wheel drive, you know, manual M car. Um, how does that stack up, you know, against both modern cars, like, and, you know, previous M cars, where do you think the M2 competition kind of fits? Like, is it, um, will it be considered, you know, a classic in the future or is it kind of just, you know, another one of these modern M cars? I, I think it will. Um, I think it will be a, let's call it a semi-classic, you know, it's never <laughs> going to be a collectible because there's so many of those built and there's so many out there. Um, and it's certainly got a few flaws, you know, it's well overweight. It weighs as much, how it weighs as much as an M3 or an M4, I don't know. Um, I think they've put, there must be some, they've hidden some lead in there somewhere. But, um, but, but as, yeah, I, I love, I love my car and I, I, I genuinely, you know, I, I say this to a lot of people 
Um, you know, I'm lucky enough to get my hands on a lot of press cars and I've usually got sometimes three or four cars. Um, and, but it doesn't matter what I've got or what I've just been driving, no matter how good it is, it's more than likely have been an automatic or, you know, some kind of dual clutch gearbox. So when I, so when I handed that car back and I get back in my M2 competition with the manual box, it's always different to no matter what I've had, you know, it's always refreshing right. and, 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 and it's my little baby. And I, I think it's a, uh, I think it, it, it is, it's, it's fantastic what it does. It does feel the cabin feels a bit old fashioned and the dials and, but I love that. I think it's modern enough that everything works and it's safe enough. And it, you know, it does everything that you kind of need in modern cars do very good sat nav sound systems. All right, whatever. But really I've got that to be, you know, to go out and enjoy myself in and the seats are good. The driving position's good. The, the manual box is very good. Um, the engine's great. You know, everything about it, once you put a decent exhaust on it, obviously in the States it's different because you guys don't have silly OPF filters that we have over here. That's um, true. We get which, that one small win, yeah. <laughs> yeah, the one small win, yeah. You don't get, yeah, 50% of the models, but you get... Um, <laughs> That's right. But, yeah, but it makes a big difference. I mean, the OPFs are just killing the cars at the moment um and uh and, and the engine sounds and and then you've got the big issue of like over here the minute you replace your exhaust really theoretically you've ruined a lot of your warranty um so it's a bit of a gray area um yeah so the long and short of it i think is with the m2 comp is it's it's a car that's kind of uh between two generations and i mean like big generations not like you know not one life cycle in the sense that it's it's still quite an analog car, especially with the manual gearbox. You've got your analog dials. Okay, the LED backlit, but I love analog dials. You've got buttons as well where you want, you know, where you should have buttons and and everything is where you want it. The driving position is great. Everything is is kind of how you want it. And yes, it's not the sort of car that I would um, desperately jump in to drive, you know, 500 miles because it's not that comfortable. And yeah. especially the manual, the sixth gear is so short that you're just like wringing its neck on the motorway. But, um, but yeah, I just think it's, it's a, it's a cool, fun car and it's kind of what you expect or, you know, um, what someone would expect if they'd never driven an M car before. I think if you jumped in that, you'd be like, Oh yeah, this is, this is fun. I get it. It's a bit naughty. Um, you know, and and, uh, and, it, and it likes to go sideways on private land or in Mexico. <laughs> yeah, it, it is. Uh, it is certainly an exciting car. Actually, I haven't driven one in a really long time. And the last one I drove was DCT. And uh, I was on track in Canada and it scared the crap out of me because I went a little too sideways a little too easily. It is a very, very, very fun car, though. Yes. Yeah, 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 definitely. Um, so I was actually going to ask you about your favorite video, but I think you mentioned that already with the, uh, the video with Andy Bob and Seepin, but do you have any other like videos that you've made that really stick out in your mind of, as favorites of yours? Good question. Um, you know, one of my favorite videos, but it's not a BMW video. It's a, uh, it's, it's, it's a video I did with, uh, with an Audi R8 oh, actually last don't year. Don't say that here. Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, well. The funny story is that, um, so I went out there to, to, to do a high speed run with a um, British R8 uh, V10 press car. Mm. So I went out to Germany uh, on, a, on an Easter weekend because I thought it would be very quiet on Sunday morning. And planned, it took a lot of planning and went out there, found this stretch of, of autobahn, which was about, I think it was about 10 miles um, long and uh, from junction to junction and went out there. But we needed a, a tracking car. 
something that could go high speed and, and sort of carry the, the gear, etc. So I got in touch with my friends at AC Schnitzer uh, <laughs> and they had this ACS2, um, which is like a five, you guys know, a 500 horsepower M2 competition. Right. Um, and so, so it wasn't, although it was an Audi video, it was definitely backed <laughs> and supported by a, a BMW product. Yeah. <laughs> there you go, fans. It wasn't entirely yeah yeah exactly um but no that was that was a that was a cool video in the sense that yeah i think I, i've never been those kind of speeds before um especially on a on a public road and for those listening and don't know the autobahn in germany is is a de-restricted highway essentially um so you know if it's safe to do so you can go as fast as you want um there is no no speed limits uh on on the, on the motorway so uh, so yeah, I managed to get to 341 kilometers an hour, which is about 212 wow. miles an hour, um, which was which was amazing, and, uh, and it's probably it's pr probably something I'll never get to do again. <laughs> but um, that, yeah, that was probably one of yeah that and and the and the uh, and the interview with Andreas was was yeah probably my two stand up wow. videos. Those do seem like they're tough to top. I mean. The Audi R8 is an incredible car. I mean, any any BMW enthusiast who won't admit that's like <laughs> lunatic because the R8, you know, it's an amazing car. Natural aspirated V10. I can only imagine taking that to 200 miles per hour on a, on a public road. You know, that's got to be quite thrilling. Yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah it was good it was good i think a few people there was one or two cars out there in the video you see when i that I go past them when i'm just when i'm well over 200 and, and they're in the slow lane and i, I always i've always wondered what those people <laughs> what they were thinking as i went past and yeah, if there right. was any shake or what you know if they're i don't know but um <laughs> but they're probably used to it being in germany because there's people that do it all you know that's that's kind of normal out there so right yeah um yeah especially for us americans because we really don't have that our our highways i mean even i think in the uk your your highway speeds are typically higher than ours you know our highways are 55 miles per hour they're really slow um so you know see a public you know highway or motorway be unrestricted i think would scare and frighten a lot of americans the idea of going that fast because most people here well i live in new jersey people are insane but um <laughs> so i think but i think most of america will be pretty terrified so that that's pretty amazing that you actually get to do that to drive that speed you know with traffic around i mean i I can personally say I've driven very quickly on track before. I I would be terrified to do it myself on a public road, just because we really don't get the opportunity to do anything like that. Yeah, and I think it's also it's it's a truck. Like I would be scared to do it on a UK road or in the, in in the states because others around me uh, aren't. I mean, the, the road manners in Germany are amazing. You know, the etiquette um, on motorways. Everyone stays um out there they stay on the right hand side so you overtake on the left a bit like you guys um but they stay like far right lane and if they are going to pull out they use their mirrors then they indicate and then they pull out so you've got to have if you if yeah if you weren't surrounded by these other trusted drivers it would be terrifying <laughs> trying to do that sort of speed with <laughs> you know um someone doing their makeup in the middle right. of the whatever. yeah but, yeah wouldn't oh, work. i can imagine i've never actually been to germany but every time i'm on press trips with bmw there's always like engineers from germany and stuff and they're always they always talk about the lane discipline how the lane discipline in germany yes. is you know impeccable and it's so funny because you, you sort of complimented us, us americans just now by saying that it's we pass on the left similar to germans we're supposed to pass on the left but none of us do <laughs> it's basically i don't know if you've yes. driven in the states but it's basically the wild west there are no rules 
there are rules, but no one listens to any of them. It's madness. Yeah, no, I have. I've, I've spent a lot of time out there in 2018, actually, for um, a TV show that uh, that was meant to have aired and hasn't for some stupid <laughs> reasons. But um, but it was all based around driving and racing cars all over the, the world. And we went to we spent a week in LA actually, and and I, uh, I mean, I've never. It was like I don't know how many lanes on some of the <laughs> interstate roads, and and like you said, there's just it's literally just weave your way through right. it. Like don't don't. Don't wait for someone to move over to the right because they're not. They're, they're, no one, no one's aware. No one seems to be aware of what's going on, and yeah, right. you just, yeah. you, you just, you make your own way through the, the gaps, I guess, and that's it. Yeah. Uh, it's quite funny, like a computer game. Right, it's, it's like Grand Theft Auto in real life. It's you have to. That's it. Yeah, know, yeah, exactly. Yeah, you have to hope yeah. you make it home alive. It's it's crazy, <laughs> especially in LA. Oh my yeah. god, the traffic in LA is unbearable. Oh. It's like the worst I've ever seen in my life yeah yeah 100 percent. so obviously lifelong bmw guy like you've stated um do you have and you have i mean an m2 competition is a lot of people's dream car you know that's a pretty incredible car but is there a car that you really really want it doesn't have to be a bmw but like something um you know that you like a dream car of yours that you are really aspiring to get one day you know uh i mean the the Cayman GZ4 has always been a, a realistic dream car of mine. Um, but again, yeah, with the two seats, it just would never make sense. But until recent, uh, like literally two or three months ago, um, I've always respected and loved E46 um, M3 CSLs, but I'd never actually driven one. So although I loved them, I just didn't fully appreciate how good they were. Um, I borrowed a a very tidy BMW UK press car. Uh, it would have been about six weeks ago, just at the end of our lockdown up here. It was one of the first cars I, I drove. And um, I've never f- f- been so in love with a car um, yeah. after getting out of that. And and it, it was just the most surreal. Uh, and although, yes, it does have its small, like, you know, the SMG box and stuff isn't perfect. And But I just... It, it, it's just incredible that car. It's it's so it was so ahead of its time. The sound, the jet, and it's all real. You know, it's real <laughs> induction sound, right. real exhaust sound. Um, and I just I just couldn't believe what I was experiencing. Like it was it was a real out of body experience. You know, yeah. it was. It was uh, I just came home and I was buzzing for days after that. And um, and that since since then I've been thinking loads about it. I mean they're tidy ones are astronomical yes, are. over here they're sort of a hundred hundred thousand pounds or something now um but i think that would be you know if i had a if i could have a dream car i think it would be a tidy one of those because i just think they are i love the 46 to look out i love the interiors i just think that era um of, of bmw anyway was was brilliant i used to have a 330 ci a manual one um many years ago and that was great and then the m3 is obviously better but I think the CSL, a bit like today, you know, the BMW bring out the M3 and M4 CS and a lot of people think, oh, yeah, it's not worth the extra money. It's just this and it's just that. And on paper, it doesn't really look like it's much better. But when you spend time in them, you realize that all these small changes do add up to a much better car. And I think the CSL is just, you know, it's unbelievable. Um, just, yeah, such a such an engaging um and a live car it's uh yeah it's always going to stay with me that memory of driving that car and i need to get my hands back <laughs> on it again for more than 
more than 24 hours. <laughs> I can imagine. Yeah, that, that's an incredible. I've never driven one myself, and I've always wanted to. It's, it's a pretty incredible pretty incredible car from what I understand. And, you know, it does get a little bit of flack for its SMG gearbox, but I think it's probably worth dealing with maybe its its uh, lack of manners and around town traffic and stuff. It's probably worth it because it sounds like an incredible car. Yeah, well, you should. Oh, well, I really hope you can get your hands on one. And, um, you know, I'm sure BMW must, they must, BMW USA must have, must have one, I'm sure, in their, in their heritage fleet or something. They, they have but, a few um, cars, but it's up to whether or not they want to let me drive them. That's, uh, oh, that's, okay. Uh, <laughs> they keep them closely, they keep them closely guarded here in the US. Right. Okay. Oh, well, well I really hope that they, uh, see sense and they give you, they give you one for a few days because, uh, yeah, I'm sure you agree with with uh, with what what yeah what my experience was with that car. Yeah, no, I'm sure. It's actually a funny story about uh, heritage cars in the BMW fleet. Um, I don't think I've ever told any like fans about this, so it's actually a little interesting story. I had the opportunity maybe last year to drive an M1. Um, they cool. uh, so the press fleet guy at BMW here, he emailed me. He's like, "Hey, I have a M1 here. Uh, if you want to drive around for a couple hours." just kind of drive it around, uh, you know, our headquarters around here. If you want to get like a video of it or something, he's like, would you be interested in that? And I was like, of course I'd be interested in that. Let's let, let me do that right now. And then we scheduled a date and everything. And right before it happened, he emailed me back and he's like, by the way, the clutch doesn't work so well. So you, <laughs> you can only drive it through the parking lot and you can't go more than like 20 miles per hour. And I was like, you know what? No, thanks. I'm not, Gonna no. I'm not going to be the guy that finally breaks the clutch on a M1 that's already wonky. Like, no thanks. Uh, no. Uh, I, I, I've ne- that's the only time I've ever been offered to drive in any of the Heritage cars, and I didn't get to drive it. So I don't have a good history. Oh, uh, yeah, you don't want that. Do you? You, want to, yeah, you want to be able to take it out. You want a car that works, like you said. Right. I don't want to... <laughs> and, and not be set up for the one that breaks Yeah, I don't it. want to be like uh, the guy who drives it right when it's about to go and then, then look at me like, what'd you do? <laughs> yeah. yeah. Especially the repair bill on that one. Yeah, yeah. I can't even imagine. So uh, as, you know, YouTuber, what are, you, uh, what are your like goals for the future? Do you, do you plan on... Do you want to keep doing this? Is this something? Because is it something you'd like to, you know, create into something more of like more than a hobby, or is it, you know, are you just doing it for fun and seeing where it goes? Yeah, no, it definitely is. I mean, I I think the you know the reason one of the reasons I kind of maybe started was I you know I wanted to I think again going back to Chris Harris he inspired me massively um, when I was. A bit younger and you know i just wanted i just to me he was like wow i, I want to be chris harris you know i want to do what he does and i want to speak like he does i want to drive like he can and um and and i think you know it, it would be great if yeah down the track um i i you know i did get picked up by someone to do some paid work and and actually work on i don't know someone else's channel um you know, one of the, the, the biggest sort of car brands or, 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 or magazines or publications or whatever it might be. Um, I, I would just like to get to, to a point where someone does ask me to, to sort of start doing regular content for them. Right. Um, at, at the same time as building, continuing to just build my own channel and, and you know, the YouTube revenue, um, it's, it's not as good as a lot of people right. think, especially at my sort of level. Um, you know, some people, like you know the likes of say shmi 150 
you know, he, he makes amazing money out of, out of YouTube revenue alone because, you know, he's got what, over 2 million subscribers and he's pumping out videos every single day. And I just, I can't, I can't do that myself. So if you're at his level, then it's great, but anything sort of much smaller, um, it is almost impossible to make a living out of unless you're sort of getting lots of sponsored content. And then, then that kind of dilutes the channel a bit. I think if you're pumping out every video sponsored by someone, it's just a little bit, I don't know, it's a bit cringy to me. So I don't mind doing the odd sponsored video if it's a brand that I like and work with. But um, so, yeah, I guess the long and short of it is really just keep plugging away, uh, keep growing the channel, keep producing content and hope that, you know, down the track, whether it's a year or three or whatever, um, something might come from it. You know, I might even a presenting role or so. I don't know. Let's let's see. Let's. I, I don't like to think too much about mm -hmm. it. I just keep working and, and hope that, you know, uh, three, four years ago, I, would, I wouldn't have thought I'd be having a podcast with you guys, for example, and, 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 and uh, you know, getting all these opportunities that I get. Um, but I am. And so I think if I just keep, keep plugging away, keep working hard, um, you know, something, something will come from it. Yeah, I think that's a great way to look at it. Because, I mean, your videos are, they're, they're great. People love your videos. Um, you know, like I said, we constantly you know, we always post your videos when we see them. I think I think a lot of enthusiasts yeah. really appreciate that you do put out as much content as you do. And, you know, your content is, I think, geared more towards enthusiasts. Like Shmi150, uh, I'm, not, I'm not trying to say anything bad about him, but his content is, is less enthusiast-driven, I feel like. You know, like you get into the nitty-gritty of the cars that pe people really want to see and uh, and people really want to learn about. So if you just keep plugging away, I think, you know, really a lot a lot of great things are going to happen to your channel because i think people really do like it and like you said you're over a hundred thousand subscribers that's you know that's that's a pretty impressive thing in just a couple of years so um you know just yeah keep doing what you're doing man because it's it's good stuff oh i appreciate it man i really do uh, uh yeah as i say i'm i'm very fortunate enough to to be talking to you guys and uh and i've always yeah appreciated the stuff that you share i can <laughs> i can never believe it when i see it it's like oh my god and i always get in fact uh Quickly, Tim's uh, manager. I don't know if you if you spoke to him online. I'm uh, Schmark One Fifty. No. Um, um, so he's he, uh, he he's got an M2 competition that he's done so much to. I mean, he's he's a pro, he's an absolute BMW addict as well. Um, and he's always we're just talking. Yeah, we talk about cars and BMWs all day long. Um, but he always, yeah, whenever, whenever something's shared on your site, he's the first one to message me. He's like, ah, you've done it again. <laughs> <laughs> so it's always like, yeah. Um, but, but yeah, it's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, it's lovely. It's really nice. Um, you know, and when you bump into when, when, you know, when I do bump into people, whether it's randoms on the street or whether I get emails and messages and, um, it, it's, it's always lovely, not in the sense that, oh my God. I, like I'm famous because I've worked with celebrity in my chauffeuring side of thing in my fashion background. I've worked with celebrities and people of that kind of level all my life. And I've realized very quickly that being super famous is no fun at all because you can't do anything in your life without being watched or, right. um, or, you know, uh, but, but, but what is nice is when someone um, comes up to you and they're, they're like yourself and they're just like-minded and they love cars and they love your content and they, and you just can't believe that this, you know, this this lovely person that's got a lovely, most of the time, BMW M car uh, has watched all your stuff, knows everything about you and your videos, <laughs> and really respects you, like, massively. You know, it's, right. it's, 
it's just a really nice it's just really nice it's like those moments are like wow that's that's really cool like what a lovely person um and they watch my stuff and they praise me um and it's yeah it's not about oh, i'm great or whatever it's just about oh i'm doing something right and people genuine these are real people i'm not reading this i've actually just met that person right. you know um and that's kind of yeah i guess that's when the reality when when you kind of start you know realizing that actually yeah this is this is real it's really really good so um so yeah i just i just hope that you know down the track um i, I can start going to some of the bigger launches with bmw um because obviously out here especially in the uk we're very late with a lot of our cars um and so it's difficult because when you're doing online stuff, as you know, unless you're right at the front of the queue or, or near the front of the queue with getting your hands on something, um, if, if, you, <laughs> if you do a video on it three, four months later, people kind of have lost interest right, yeah. in it and the buzz isn't there. So it's always, so yeah, I, I really hope that's, that's my other goal is, is, is getting invited by BMW to you know, especially some of the M car launches in Germany, as opposed to sort of waiting three or four months to to drive the car here and here in the UK. Because um, yeah, I think that would just be that'd be mega. Yeah, and that 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 should be coming. I mean, your channel is is it, it, you actually should probably be getting it already. That sort of access. I mean, your channel is big, and and a lot of BMW enthusiasts, and I think a lot of BMW customers, which is important. A lot of BMW customers uh, watch your watch your channel and same thing with us like a lot of bmw customers really read our stuff which is why we get a lot of access to things and that's i think that's important i think bmw should see that you know i think that uh yeah really good things are going to happen cool well yeah i hope so that's that's great <laughs> well uh, i don't want to waste any more of your time i know you're a busy man so thank you so much for joining us today this has been really great um like i said we watch your channel a lot so it's been really cool to have you on and actually have a conversation with you no, likewise, man. I really, really appreciate the chat with you and 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 um, and everything you guys do and and continue to do. So, thanks so much uh, for the love and 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 the chat. It's been awesome. Um, and hopefully, I can come over to the states and get you all on uh, on camera one day. Put you yeah, on the channel. sure. Yeah, anytime you're here, anytime you're in the states, give us a <laughs> ring. Give us a give us a shout. Oh. We'll we'll uh, try to work something out. And likewise, if we're ever in the I UK, will. we'll reach out. A hundred percent. Yeah, please, please make sure you do. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, thank you, Joe. And anyone who's uh, listening, you can find uh, Joe, his channel, Joe Achilles YouTube channel. That's that's it, right? Just Joe Achilles. I don't want to say uh, anything yeah. wrong. Okay. So just Joe Achilles. And yeah. uh, all he's got tons of great BMW content and, and other cars too. It's not just BMWs. You know, he's got other cars on there too. So just go out and check his channel out. And uh, thank you again. Awesome. No worries. Have a, have a great rest of the week. And uh, yeah, I'll speak to you soon. All right, you too. Thanks, Joe. Cheers, man.